Hello and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine and I am your host today, uh, like I usually am. Uh, Jeremiah will be joining us tomorrow and we're just trying to do a little catch up. Uh, if you listen to yesterday's podcast or today's podcast, however it's working out, uh, you know that I was gone for a little bit and uh, but I'm back and I'm trying to do a little catch up here. So these are two episodes that are back to back two separate episodes. I didn't do them together um, because it was getting long, the first one. So, um, <clears throat> so uh, yes, I was gone for a little bit and now we are back in trying to get back into the words. So I hope I didn't lose anybody. Uh, again, I apologize and uh, hopefully today you'll be able to watch a fresh new episode, which is yesterday's or today's I don't know how to even describe this anymore <laughs> so um, and you might be able to binge watch it you know just watch them all together I don't know it depends upon your time um, who doesn't do some binge watching not that I feel like I'm binge watch binge watching worthy <laughs> but anyway but the word of God is so um, so let us start out in prayer and we will start reading uh, chapter 4 which is episode 19.3 so let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, uh, we come before your throne. We are bowing down before you. Our hearts are so thankful for what you've done for us, what you will do for us, what you are doing for us. Lord, you are ever present in our lives, so evident, uh, especially when we read your word, we can see how you show up every day. And uh, I'm so thankful uh, for your word to reveal yourself to us. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we're also so thankful for your uh, sacrifice of your son, Jesus, Lord. Uh, we are so thankful that you loved us so much that you sent him so he could die on the cross so that we can be forgiven of our sins, Lord. There's only one way, and that's through Jesus Christ. So, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for loving us that much. I thank you for all the uh, wonderful people out there who are listening to this podcast. Um, I thank you for their diligence and tenacity that they find the time, whatever time it is that they are doing this, and um, open up their Bibles and dig in. So, Lord, I just am so thankful. I pray blessings over each one of them. Uh, whatever it is they might be going through, whether it's good or bad, uh, we praise your holy name. We lift you up. So um, you deserve all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise. So, Lord, we're, we're here to do your will. Empty us of ourselves. Clear us of our minds. Empty the world away from us and help us to be in your word. And reveal to us what exactly it is that you want us to hear out of this day's uh, reading. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, <clears throat> so we are chapter four. I'm going to take a drink because I'm getting a little parched. It's really late in the day and I'm so tired. So I'm going to do this one and then I'm going to do the other one hopefully tomorrow. So you'll have two more back-to-back -back ones. Um, we'll see how that goes. So... So thank you for being so patient and uh, understanding. <clears throat> so chapter four, episode 19.3. Peter and John before the council. 
While Peter and John were speaking to the people, they were confronted by the priests, the captain of the temple guard, and some of the Sadducees. These leaders were very disturbed that Peter and John were teaching the people that through Jesus there is resurrection of the dead. They arrested them and since it was already evening, put them in jail until morning. But many of the people who heard their message believed it. So the number of men who believed now totaled about 5,000. The next day, the council of all the rulers and elders and teachers of religious law met in Jerusalem. Annas the high priest was there along with Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and other relatives of the high priest. They brought in two disciples and demanded, they brought in the two disciples and demanded, by what power or in whose name have you done this? <clears throat> then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of our people, are we being questioned today because we've done a good deed for a crippled man? Do you want to know how he was healed? Let me clearly state to all of you and to all the people of Israel that he was healed by the powerful name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, the man you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead. For Jesus is the one referred to in the scriptures where it says, The stone that you builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. There is salvation in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. The members of the council were amazed when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, for they could see that they were ordinary men with no special training in the scriptures. They also recognized them as men who had been with Jesus. But since they could see the man who had been healed standing right there among them, there was nothing the council could do or say. So they ordered Peter and John out of the council chamber and conferred among themselves. What should we do with these men? They asked each other. We can't deny that they have performed a miraculous sign and everybody in Jerusalem knows about it. But to keep them from spreading their propaganda any further, we must warn them not to speak to anyone in Jesus' name again. So they called the apostles back in and commanded them never again to speak or teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John replied, Do you think God wants us to obey you rather than him? We cannot stop telling about everything we have seen and heard. The council then threatened them further, but they finally let them go because they didn't know how to punish them without starting a riot. For everyone was praising God for this miraculous sign, the healing of a man who had been lame for more than 40 years. The believers pray for courage. As soon as they were freed, Peter and John returned to the other believers and told them what the leading priests and elders had said. When they heard the report, all the believers lifted their voices together in prayer to God. O sovereign Lord, creator of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them, you spoke long ago by the Holy Spirit through our ancestor David, your servant, saying, Why were the nations so angry? Why did they waste their time with futile plans? The kings of the earth prepared for battle. The rulers gathered together against the Lord and against his Messiah. In fact, this has happened here in this very city. For Herod Antipas, Pontius Pilate, the governor, the Gentiles, and the people of Israel 
were all united against Jesus, your holy servant, whom you anointed. But everything they did was determined beforehand according to your will. And now, O Lord, hear their threats and give us your servants great boldness in preaching your word. Stretch out your hand with healing power. May miraculous signs and wonders be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. After this prayer, the meeting place shook and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Then they preached the word of God with boldness. The believers share their possessions. All the believers were united in heart and mind, and they felt that what they owned was not their own, so they shared everything they had. The apostles testified powerfully to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and God's great blessing was upon them all. There were no needy people among them because those who owned land or houses would sell them and bring the money to the apostles to give to those in need. For instance, there was Joseph, the one the apostles nicknamed Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. He was from the tribe of Levi and came from the island of Cyprus. He sold a field he owned and brought the apostles and bought the, brought the money to the apostles. All right, I think I think that's it. Goes into chapter five after that. So I did. I highlighted everything. I mean, it was just crazy how much there's just so much, so much. Um, so while Peter and John were speaking to the people, right after they he healed the crippled beggar, uh, all of the leaders decided that they. Let's see, the leaders were very disturbed that Peter and John were teaching the people uh, that through Jesus there is resurrection and healing, obviously. They arrested them, and since it was already evening, they put them in jail until morning. Uh, and the amount of men who believed, who heard the message, now totaled 5,000. So we're, you know, we're up to 5,000 people in the church. Uh, and then it goes on to say, Annas... The high priest was there uh, along with, so this is the next day, along with Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and other relatives of the high priest. Uh, by what power or in whose name have you done this? And, of course, Peter got bold. You know, the Holy Spirit got a hold of him, which is what we need to be, you know, bold through the Holy Spirit and listen to what he's saying because when he gives you something to say, you should absolutely try to say it. I mean, it's so crazy how many times we don't say what God is telling us to say. So, um, but he was on it and he says, uh, are we being questioned today because we've done a good deed for a crippled man? Uh, do you want to know how he was healed? Let me clearly state to all of you and to all the people of Israel that he was healed by the powerful name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, the man you crucified. So he's doing it again. He's pointing a finger. But whom God raised from the dead. And then, of course, he brings up the, the Psalm 118.22, which is noted down at the bottom. The stone you builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. Jesus is the stone. Uh, and he was rejected, but now he is the cornerstone. He is the foundation of all of, all of this. Uh, there, is no, there is salvation in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. There are no, There's no other way to get saved, and there's no other way to get to heaven except through Jesus Christ. That's it. Period. 
right here in the middle of it. Um, and the members of the council were amazed when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, for they could see that they were not, you know, anybody who was in special training. They didn't know the scriptures, but here they were, you know, being led by the Holy Spirit to, to you know, say what they're supposed to say. And they also recognized them as the men who had been with Jesus. And there go my dogs again. So hang on a second. Sorry about that. My son came home from school, so I had to stop for a minute. So the stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. There is no salvation in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. Um, they also recognized them as the men who uh, had been with Jesus. We already talked about that. Sorry. And now they're like, what do we do with this? We can't deny that they have performed a miraculous sign. Uh, everybody knows about it. And the guy is standing right there. Um, and they told him, don't ever speak of uh, using the name of Jesus ever again. And <laughs> Peter and John are like, what? Do you think God wants us to obey you rather than our Heavenly Father, the God of Israel? The, the guy that's like, you know, over everybody and, you know, anyway, we cannot stop telling about everything we have heard, seen and heard. And of course, they're still threatening them, you know, but they're preaching God. They're preaching Jesus. You can't, you, you know, you can't fight that. Uh, but they finally let them go because they didn't know how to punish them without starting a riot. Everybody's praising God and uh, for the miraculous sign of healing the man. And then, um, the believers pray for courage, and um, Peter and John returned to the other believers and told them what the leading priests and elders had said. And when they heard the report, they lifted their voices in prayer. And they're calling out to our sovereign Lord, the creator of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. And you spoke long ago by the Holy Spirit um, through your ancestor David. So they're talking about back in, okay, so this is uh, verse, what is it, 25 and 26. Um, and that's Psalm 2, 1 through 2, or his anointed one or his Christ. Um, and they're talking about Jesus. The kings of the earth prepared for battle, the rulers against together, gathered together against the Lord and against the Messiah. And he start, they, they're naming the names, Herod. Pontius Pilate, the governors, uh, Caiaphas, Annas, all of those people were all gathering together, getting on the same side, and um, were all united against Jesus, your holy servant, whom you anointed. But everything they did was determined beforehand according to God's will. And now, O oh Lord, hear their threats and give us your servants great boldness in preaching your word. Stretch out your hand with healing power. May miraculous signs and wonders be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. I mean, they're, they're totally on board. They're all praying that God is going to swoop in and put an anointing over them so that they can, you know, be the hands and feet of Jesus is what they're doing. Um, and they are so, uh, oh, and after this, this I thought was kind of cool. After this prayer, the meeting place shook and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Then they preached the word of God with boldness. They all got together. They were all sharing their possessions together. They're selling off property. They're selling off their land. They're making sure everybody has um, 
There were no needy people among them because those who own land or houses would sell them and bring the money to the apostles to give to those in need. So everybody was covered. Everybody was taken care of, you know, watching out for each other. So, all right, good stuff as always. Um, so happy I got to do that chapter as well. And uh, I will do um, chapter five tomorrow. And then, um, oh, I've got five and six tomorrow. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, so I might do five and six in one episode. Um, so that'll be 19.4 and 19.5. Um, we'll see how that goes on again. Uh, I'm really scrambling here trying to do catch up. And I don't want it to be, I don't want it to feel that way. Um, I don't want to feel rushed. I don't want it to feel like um, we uh, have to... Um, you know, try to rush through it. I don't want to do that because you don't want you don't want to rush through God's word. So, um, with that, I'm again going to say the sinner's prayer with you. If you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is your moment. So uh, let's say that prayer together because uh, that's what we're reading about. Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. So uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son Jesus. It's his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I give my life to him, and I will live my life for him. And I accept him as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that for the first time, congratulations. Awesome. Yay. Uh, Welcome to the uh, the holy family of God, your brother and sister in Christ, and uh, it's an, it's amazing. You've started a whole new life. So uh, uh, Jeremiah and I encourage you to get to a church, find a church that you feel comfortable, who preaches the word um, and preaches the gospel, and um, and get involved, uh, become the hands and feet of Jesus. Be bold and uh, tell people about Christ. So, uh, again, I thank you for being uh, here today, whatever time it is that you're listening, in the morning, the noon, the night, whatever it is. And uh, I hope that you have a wonderful day, a blessed day, and I will see you tomorrow. So God bless you. Thank you.